0: In today's episode, we have a truly inspiring guest who has conquered the challenge of liberating themselves from all the things that debt has control over an individual. Joining us is Rebecca, a courageous individual who will share her remarkable journey from any type of financial struggle to the type of financial freedom that so many people are chasing after. Get ready to be motivated to gain invaluable insights as we dive into her story of overcoming debt and embracing living life without it. Stay tuned for a transformational episode packed with actionable advice and real life inspiration on her path to financial freedom. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Financial
1: Mirror. Financial Mirror. Where future success is reflected in our knowledge of fixing the one thing we can control
0: ourselves. Thanks for joining me today on The Financial Mirror as we continue to improve the one thing we can control ourselves. Here's The Financial Mirror. It is not all about the numbers and spreadsheets alone, but about transforming and educating you on money so you can make smart financial decisions. If this is the first time you're joining in, don't forget to hit subscribe on YouTube to be notified of all the new episodes as they release. If you are listening on a podcast platform of your choice, don't forget to like. And subscribe to the podcast. If you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, leave a five-star review and a written comment. Those go a long way in helping get this information out to more and more listeners. As we all know, the better our communities are filled with people that are extremely competent in personal finance creates a healthier community. So I look forward to, to all the future episodes as we do just that. Today, we have a special guest, uh, we have Rebecca, and she has paid off a ton of debt, and so many people out there are kind of kind of debilitated by, by debt in their own way, uh, and today, Rebecca is going to share a lot of the information that she's been able to put into play to be able to get out of debt, so thank you, for Rebecca, for joining us today and sharing this story. Uh, Very quickly, if you don't mind, just give yourself a a quick time to introduce yourself and share a bit of background about you.
1: My name is Rebecca, and I work in uh, the IT field. I've actually only been there for a handful of years. I I, um, initially uh, went after that career in my 40s, so it uh, just takes motivation to try to really replant yourself in life
0: absolutely let's start off with that that moment in time where you said you know what i am done being in debt and you decided you were ready to tackle it take me back to there what was that turning point like and what were the thoughts that were going through your head so
1: initially um well that's been a a long-standing thing for you know 10 15 20 years i cannot say for precisely how long But the point that I wanted to break free of it, I was probably, I was roughly about twenty five thousand dollars in debt, and I wanted to be able to work towards better goals. Um, At that time frame, typically things hold you back. I guess when you feel like you've got a lot that you have to pay off, and then you want things. Um, to move forward but you can't really do that because you always feel like you're just I don't know running against time
0: For sure. <laughs> I don't know how
1: else to describe it um, but that uh, I don't remember about how many I want to say it was roughly mm, four years ago at, at the most where I wanted to start working on getting rid of the debt and getting on the other side of it
0: so is that about how long? So you said twenty five thousand ish debt. Uh, is that about how long it took you to to from the day you sort of made that that commitment uh, to being debt free? Is that about how long that took?
1: So for the time I made the commitment to the time that I actually became debt free was roughly only about uh, three years, I would say, and um, it was a very slow start to, at the beginning because I had uh, to figure out how to manage my finances a little bit better. Um, so, I would say for the first probably year and year and a half, roughly, um, maybe a little bit longer, that closer to two years, um, it was a slow journey. Um, but then the last part of it uh, went really fast.
0: And putting going taking us back to that initial timeline that you sort of uh, put out there, and you know, and, and just to sort of conceptualize to to the listeners, um, you said that you originally, this has been going on for, you know, like 15 or so years, right? Is that about how long it took to accumulate the $25,000 in debt? Was about that 15 years?
1: Actually, that was the second time I ended up in a large amount of debt. Um, previous to that, I had also incurred uh, debt, but on the first go round, I was uh, fortunate enough to come across a, a lump sum of money to which uh, I just eliminated my debt at that point. Um, but as far as where I was at when I was about the 25,000, um, that did take a while to, to create that. It took probably, I want to say roughly about 10 years or so.
0: Yeah, that, that's really awesome to, to hear that. And I only say that because a lot of the, the, the clients that I work with to, to help them get out of debt. Normally I tell them it's a one-to-one ratio is what I've seen most of the time is that it takes you about as long to get out of debt as it takes you to get into it. So, you know, that would have put you at like a 10 year get out of debt timeline, right? Which to be able to do it in like three years is is absolutely phenomenal. Wait, sort of take me back into there. What type of emotions were going on that were that were driving you to say, I'm done with this old this old debt that I that I've accumulated and and I'm ready to get out of it. What type of emotions were you feeling at that time?
1: I'd say the biggest emotion that was there was uh, stress. Of course, there is a little bit of not feeling a lot of confidence in yourself. And I know that sounds a little strange, but just like knowing that you have that leaning over top of you, you just, you feel burdened, I guess. Maybe that's more the word uh, I should use. Um, And of course, like every decision That's your every decision, but a lot of decisions, mostly financial decisions that you're making. There's always that stress involved of like, um, you know, should I purchase this or, you know, which bill or thing do I want to pay first? And it just it like just stress is the biggest thing, I guess.
0: Yeah, you bet. Uh, And I can't imagine like the you know, that all that wave of emotion and, and still being able to to, to just go through the day-to-day life with some of those, those burdens and and stress that's going on. Did you, at at any point, um, beforehand, did you ever have like a financial goal that you were like, as soon as I get out of debt, I want to do this. Is it, was it ever anything like that in mind that you had?
1: I still have that goal in mind. I want to eventually travel the world. Um, I'm not there yet. Uh, but that is my ultimate goal. Um so we'll see when that comes to pass.
0: so where are you traveling to?
1: uh pretty much anywhere i i i literally anywhere outside of the United States I want to visit and it doesn't matter like how small of an area or how large I just really want to see the world
0: first place you have to you have all the money right now first place where are you going?
1: <laughs> That's a hard decision um more than likely it's gonna be to um probably to the Asian continent somewhere, somewhere over in that area, but I cannot say for certain.
0: Well, you you still have some time, but, uh, now that you're out of debt, you you better hurry up and start thinking about this because the money's going to start just flowing in now. So the, the steps you took to get out of debt, what were those? What, what type of debt payment plan did you put together?
1: So the biggest and, uh, most like useful thing that I found, um, I literally only use a simple Excel spreadsheet but um, what I did is I would constantly uh, apply for new uh, credit cards that had zero interest and then I would take what I had in the higher uh, interest cards and I would just transfer those over to the zero cards and I did that for you know quite some time and so that way when Ever my you know whatever my debt was, there was always very little interest that I was paying on it. And then the other approach that I took, um, which I know there's a technical term for it, I just don't know what it is. I would work on paying off the smallest amount first, um, because then it made you feel like you're getting more. You know, you're getting rid of your debt like quicker. Because if you try to tackle the largest, then it feels like it's never going to happen. But with the small, you can kind of see it by a little bit. And then once you get rid of like the smaller debts, and you take what you're paying towards those uh, smaller debts to the next, like smallest debt. So you're basically like, say, you know, you have a debt that's like, you know, $500. And you pay that off, then like, however much you're paying towards that, say it was like, you know, 50 or 100 a month, then you take that 1500 to the next That and you just keep doing that until you tackle like, you know, all the way up to the largest debt. But those were really my two strategies. Um, The other thing that's super important with when you're in debt and the mindset that you have to take, um, I know I was there because I uh, it was the mindset I had when I incurred the debt was like, I have like all this extra money that I can use but you can't think that way. You have to think about, you know, when your paycheck comes in, the money that you're setting aside to pay off your debt is like already spent. So it's already accounted for and it's no longer there to use. And then it's easier uh, to put your goal that way. And then it also helps curb like impulse buying and stuff, because if you think about the money's already gone, then you can't really use it for anything.
0: That is all great great, great lessons. Uh, and, and so what she started off talking about for for listeners, uh, if you want to go look up some of these things, is that first with the credit card, she was she was discussing doing sort of like the credit cards do introduction offers to where they do 0% interest for like 18 months or something. And then you can do a balance transfer, get that onto that card, and then you can pay it. Uh, and then the, the method that she was talking about for her debt payoff is a debt snowball where you start with that smallest debt and then you sort of let the snowball build as it rolls and you go debt to debt paying those off, which are, are, are you know, something that, that I, I teach here constantly. So, uh, Rebecca, I didn't tell you to say that, did I? Like, like you, that was something no. you came up with.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: That's right. Yeah. So it's a very, it's a very effective method for people. And, and you know, I'm, I'm glad to know that that worked for you. Cause that's a lot of what I teach and that's when I work with clients, that's, that's what I, I focus them on is that. So get back to your, you talked about getting your, a hold of your, or getting a handle on your finances. Right. Uh, and then right mm-hmm. here in this little part, you talked about setting aside money because it's already spent, you've already established that that money's already spent. Talk to me about sort of how did you approach budgeting and that tracking of those expenses uh, while you were in debt and has that carried over outside of you being debt free now?
1: So, really, the only thing I've really tracked is I just kept track of what I was making, the income that was coming in, and then I knew everything that was going out. So, I had again, I, I used a simple Excel sheet and um, saw what money had to go out and then of course um aside from your day day day-to-day um payments or monthly payments i had all of my debt in front of me like what the dollar amount was so that i could actually watch it go down and then as i was paying it off uh, you know i reduced the amount that was there um but that was like i i don't know something simple to me um i think more the more effective Started strategy, like I mentioned, was um, just, you know, setting aside that money that you were that you were going to use for paying off your debt and just like pretending like it doesn't it's not there. And so I did a, I did do a lot of uh, hardship during the time. In other words, um, I made it so that I didn't have any extra expenditures. Um, I just paid, you know, basically what I needed to to get by like. Like your your food cost, your, you know, bills, like your rent, your, you know, all your utilities and stuff like that. And I didn't give my, myself room for anything like that was frivolous, I guess. Um, just because I saw the end goal in mind. And that's, you know, that's where I was headed to. And I didn't want to detour or put myself off track. Um, another thing that I did, but I wouldn't say that other people, you know, maybe don't have the willpower to do it. Um, when I was at the point where I want to say it was probably like maybe $15,000 left on my debt, I, um, I took on a second job and I worked pretty much, uh, two full-time jobs for a good solid six months. And then that second job, every single penny that I had went towards my debt or towards savings.
0: That is phenomenal. That is absolutely phenomenal. And how much do you think that helped? Uh, in terms of getting that debt paid off, how much do you think you were able to, to sort of pay down quicker with that second job?
1: Well, I paid, like I said, I paid off that, uh, roughly, I want to say it was about 15,000. And then I ended up saving on the other side about 26. So, um, it helped tremendously. Like pretty much every penny on my second job, uh, was put towards the, um, towards my finances. And then you know what I could um, take away from my first job, like my primary income, whatever was over on the top, like left over after bills that everything else are paid. So that. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't think I would have gone as quickly. Um, as I was, cause like I said, that first 10, you know, that, that took roughly a couple of years. Um, and that's really before I had that second job. So I think how, getting the second job really just boosted, um, the timeframe for me.
0: So for someone that, that may be thinking about, you know, they're like, I, I think I can do that. I think I can pick up a second job. Um, what type of, of strategies or what type of, of, uh, tips would you give someone that's doing that? Whether that be. Uh, setting your personal schedule or, you know, having those, what types of jobs do, would you think would be most beneficial for someone that that's going down that path of, of picking up an extra job to pay off debt? Uh,
1: well me personally, I worked, um, for a company that was basically something I did myself. I didn't work underneath somebody. So I was able to, um, decide how much money I want to make and when i made it and so because again my ultimate goal was to get rid of the debt and to work you know towards the building up a nice little uh egg i um i worked really hard i mean i I worked like literally uh, like i said it was it was probably at least like 90 hours a week just because i wanted out of debt that bad so um if you get just like a regular, like second full time job, it may not be as motivating because you can't see the money coming in. Um, So that's why, you know, I chose the path that I did, because every, every single dollar that came in, I got to see what it looked like, and knew that that was, you know, helping me towards my ultimate goal. But I don't know what to tell other people as far as that. Because if you're if you are working a second job, um, and it's just like a traditional second job, you're not going to see that money for like till the paycheck comes in. And, and I think that can be helpful, but for me, I really liked the position that I did because it showed like literally as I was making money, I could see the money I was making. And I think that helped a lot.
0: That's awesome. The biggest thing that I hear, um, and, and I, I think that you have a great, a great opportunity to, to talk about it is what about the things that come up? So you went on a three year hiatus, right? Of of living, you know, no frou frou lifestyle. You really cut out all of the all of the you know the the luxurious things in life, right? You in a three-year period, something is bound to pop up that most people would look at as a setback or a challenge or some type of financial burden that they get hit with. Uh, in a three-year period, surely you ran across something like that. What what, how did you overcome those if you did or, or maybe you just got lucky and didn't uh, but i'd like to hear about sort of how that how that would have gone because that's what i hear from a lot of people when they're trying to get out of debt
1: oh i definitely had um things that came up like uh heavy car repairs wow. um for sure because those are usually you know anywhere from 500 to 1500 just depending. Um, and so you could say it's a little bit of a setback. It does take a, a punch in the gut because you're, you're looking at your ultimate goal. And then all of a sudden this comes and it's like, okay, that's interfering with my ability to both, you know, get rid right. of this debt that I have and, you know, to bring myself on the other side. Um, but at the same point when those setbacks came in, it was like, you know, I could see the goal where I was at. And so even though, you know, maybe I had to pay out like a, a large sum of money and sometimes actually, you know, that that put me back into like a certain bracket of debt because I didn't always have, you know, the cash up front. Um, but I I just looked at it a, as just like a temporary thing. Um, I just, a, a, you know, an inconvenience for my ultimate goal. But I knew if I kept pushing hard enough um, that, you know, I'd get back on the other side and I, and I can't say enough about watching the numbers, I think is like probably the hugest, hugest motivator. Because then if you do get those setbacks, you, you get a really good perspective of like how bad the setback is. And when you're watching the numbers, you get to see where you were and now, you know, ultimately where you want to go.
0: Did you... You know, during any of those times, I know you said the numbers are very motivating. Was there anything else that just really just motivated you uh, intrinsically that you thought about or or that you, you know, that you sort of kept your eye on to to really just keep you going, even when, you know, you woke up and you're like, man, I'm too tired to work both jobs and I don't want to do this? Like, what besides the numbers, what else like really just kept you going?
1: It it's, was really the ultimate goal at the end, like I said, uh, you know, eventually I do want to be able to, to travel and my I just kept my mind on what my what my end goal was, like where, like what I what I wanted to do, you know, once I was debt free. And at the same point, the other thing that that was motivating is wanting to get rid of that stress, wanting to get rid of the the burden that's that's on you when you know that you that you've got to eventually pay somebody off or you know pay off whatever it is that you have. Um, like those two factors in and of itself is really what what pushed me hard, because even at those times, like you're saying, like I didn't want to get up and I didn't want to go, you know, working, which it did happen quite a bit, right. uh, especially, you know, when you're when you're working a lot. But you know it was ultimately i want this bad enough um and so nothing was going to stand in my way you know so i i guess you know it's just like my, my willpower to overcome it and just you know reach for those those long term goals that i really really wanted
0: what you said is really powerful right like you just you you want something so bad that you 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 know you're willing to to go through the, the tough days. You're willing to work when you're tired, when you, when everyone else would tap out and say, you know what, I'm done for the day. You just have to keep going. And, and that's, that's extremely powerful. And, you know, it's, it's almost like the key ingredient to, uh, to pushing people to get out of debt is that if they don't have that, if they, if they don't, if they only kind of want it, like, right. Like if you only kind of want it, you, you, wouldn't you say that that's probably not enough to, to help push someone to get out of debt?
1: Oh, definitely not. Yeah. If, if it's only like, hey, I kind of want to do this, it's not going to happen. You have to really want it. You have to, it has to be like a, a super big goal in your life. And this is the, you know, this is you wanting to get to the other side and you don't care what it takes and you just go for it.
0: So, how did you feel? You made that final debt payment. Like, that was the last account, the last payment. Like, how did that feel for you?
1: It was huge. It was like super freeing. It was like nice to, to finally know that I don't have to worry about paying off anybody or anything. It's like, now my money is mine. Um, and I still kind of, you know, still feel that way. And in, in my current circumstances that, you know, now it's like, if I, if there is something that I want and it's a small or a large thing, you know, I look, do, you know, do I have the money to be able to just just go and get it? And if I do, I, I can, but if I, you know, feel like, it's too large of a thing. It's fine. I can just let it go, but it's super. Like I, I can't hundred percent say, but it was very, very, very freeing. I guess those those are the best words. It was just nice to finally, you know, not feel like I'm underneath somebody's thumb.
0: Right. Yeah. That's a a got to be a magnificent magnificent feeling. So if you had to give some advice to someone that is struggling with debt. like they're just having a, they're having a tough time just really seeing that they they really want it. Like like what would you tell that person if you just had a, a sit down you're you're having coffee or a, a adult beverage or whatever and you're sitting here talking to to this individual and it's a good friend of yours. what would you tell them if they're struggling with it?
1: I would tell them to just find an end goal that that they really want to obtain and to just look towards that goal of um, financial obviously you know, whatever it is, whatever dreams they have, whatever things that they, you know, feel motivated by. And then the other thing, which I've told my children time and time again, is um, you have to get yourself in a mindset of delayed gratification.
0: Because I feel like a
1: lot of people end up in debt because we don't delay, we see something and then we just go and we buy and we don't think about it. And then sometimes when you do that, You suffer from the, I just bought this and now, you know, it's, it's increasing my debt and it's really something I don't care for, you know, maybe even after a day or two. And then you just feel like horrible that you just went out and made that purchase. So, um, you know, that's one of the hugest things is, you know, if you want something, stop, don't go purchase it. Um, Think about it um, for at least a week. And if it's something that you still think you really want and you can't get it off your mind, then, you know, maybe go back and consider it. Um, but that like, that's the, the hugest advice I would give to anybody is is when you're working on getting yourself out of debt and when you're, you know, working towards, you know, even towards saving, you've got to give yourself that concept of delayed gratification. Um, otherwise, you know, it's the, it's that live in this world or, you know, we want what we want when we want it right now.
0: That's very, very true. Very true. So I want to go back to one thing because you said something earlier and I just want to, I want to see if it validates a, a, a something that I've, I've thought about. Um, you, you talked about, this was the second time you were in debt. And then I asked you about, mm-hmm. you know, how you felt after that final debt payment. I'm not going to tell you my thoughts yet because I don't want to lead the witness okay. here. <laughs> But, but if you, did you feel better the first time or the second time getting out of debt?
1: Definitely the second time, because I worked really hard to get out of debt the second time. Uh, Like I said, the first time that I did, I came across a sum of money. So in a way it was like kind of cheating because I just chose to use that money to, you know, to get rid of the debt. So to me, that wasn't as like freeing or like, I don't know all the words that I use, but definitely the second time because I worked really you know, hard to get on the other side of it. And um, so the gratification, I think, was a lot, a lot, lot stronger.
0: So I want you to know that you absolutely said exactly what, I, what my, my thoughts and demons tell me is correct. And I, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you a backstory because I want, I want everyone to, to hear this. And and I didn't, I, me and Rebecca didn't talk about this. Just so you know, this is, this is totally, uh, first time that we've had a conversation about these notes, right? So, I have this thought that when people, you know, get like, let me just, I'm just going to use the student loan forgiveness thing, right? You, if, okay. if, if student loans are forgiven, right, and and all of a sudden ten thousand dollars is wiped from student loans, and that's all someone had in debt. I think that it's more likely for someone to end up back in debt because they didn't go through the challenges and the hardship that comes, that it takes to get out of debt. There's so many lessons learned that through someone going through the process of getting out of debt and to hear you say that it was that almost verbatim that like it was almost like cheating is the word you use. It was almost like cheating to get out of debt that first time. The second time I worked my tail off and I ended up out of debt. Do you feel like that you'll never go back into debt because of what you learned the second time around?
1: Oh, absolutely. Yes. A hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. I, I will be debt free for the rest of my life.
0: Yeah. that and I, and I just, I truly believe that, that if someone has their debt wiped from them, they don't get to really feel it. They don't really get to really hone in on what it took to get out of it. It's so easy to go back, right? Because you just, you don't have that, that, uncomfortable feeling of going through for three years to get out of it uh it almost is like you woke up and like oh i'm out i'm debt free it's just not the same it's just not the same so uh i'm very happy that you you went over that because that that's a that's something i've always felt and i'm glad that you you sort of had that same feeling
1: oh yeah absolutely
0: (laughs) so as we wrap this up um i'm curious do you have any like habits or practices that has sort of continued um since you've gotten out of debt that you were doing while you were in debt uh, as you were trying to get out of it. Um, but that's something that you, you said, you know what, even though I'm debt free now, I still want to continue to do this. Is there any kind of habits or practices that that you're currently doing that fall into that ballpark?
1: Well, I would say it was, it's kind of the same as, you know, when I was getting out of debt, I, I still watch where my money goes. I still, you know, pay attention to what my, um, what my overall like payouts are um for the month and then you know what my what is coming in. Um and then I still practice, you know, that concept that I was talking about, delayed gratification. So, you know, I don't just go purchase like anything, you know, that that beats my eye or whatever. I because again, I still do have that long term goal of travel. So I've still got to save and I've still got to save quite a bit. But um, I would say that what I did to get out of debt, I still practice um, even now.
0: That's awesome. So as as this is, is coming to an end, what final message or advice would you like to share with people? Uh, it could be about your journey or it could be just a, as a la- last piece of motivation for people because we both know that debt really is a stressor on relationships families and individuals what's some a final message or advice you'd like to give everyone
1: sure um that it is uh possible to be able to get on the other side um you just you just have to have that uh drive to get there and it's definitely you know worth your time worth your investment because really you're investing into yourself um versus you know investing into other people and um I, know, I guess that's probably the best thing I can say is, is it's just, it it's definitely worth it in the, in the long term of things.
0: Yeah. And, and, and thank you so much, Rebecca, for, for the, the for coming on here and talking about your journey. Uh, I do think that it will help so many people that listen and hear this episode. Cause, uh, a lot of what you talked about is, is the same feelings, thoughts, emotions that so many people feel. So I really appreciate you coming on and, and sharing those things. Certainly. Absolutely. So, you know, as we wrap this, this episode up, I just want to take a moment to, to really reflect on, on all the things that Rebecca said, because she she really did work really hard, right? Picking up an extra job, working the extra hours, putting all that money towards her debt and and managing her expenses in in an appropriate manner, not going out and, and living this luxurious lifestyle while trying to get out of debt. You can only do one thing at a time. So I encourage you, uh, to, to really start to think about some of the practices that she put into play to get out of debt and some of that willpower motivation that she put behind it, because you can, like she said, get out of debt. It's really a choice that you have to make. Um, and this is this is a, a one, one proof, right? This is one story of proof that we just went through uh, to show you that anyone can overcome debt regardless of where you're at, regardless of how much money you make, regardless of how much debt you have you can get out of debt. It just may take some time. It's going to take you being motivated. It's going to take you finding what's inside of you to set that as a goal so that you can get out of debt. Uh, I want to remind you that it is a challenge. It's not going to be easy. Getting out of debt's not easy. Nothing about it is easy. Getting into debt is so easy. And that's the problem is that because of the easiness that comes with credit lines, it makes it extremely, extremely mind-altering to think it's just as easy to get out and it's not so i encourage you to take action seek support if you need to uh, but believe in this that there is a time for you to be out of debt and that time is now now if you are ready to take control of your finances and ensure that you're on the right path to your financial goals and you need someone to sit down with you and help build a financial plan for what you're trying to accomplish head over to thefinancialmirror.org and hit book now in the middle of the screen uh, we'll schedule a free consultation together, 15 minutes out of your life, for you to be able to see if a financial coach is right for you. I'm happy to meet with you, go over everything with you, and see if it's right for you. If it is, cool. We'll get you on a plan to start heading toward that direction. And if it's not, excellent. At least we got a chance to understand that that it wasn't the best fit for you. If you do want to give an extra dose of support to the stream, head over to thefinancialmirror.org forward slash shop and pick you up some awesome financial mirror gear. I truly appreciate everyone tuning in today. Don't forget to subscribe and like the video and share this with any friends, family, um, or coworkers that you have that are struggling with debt that just need a little motivation to help get them out. And I hope that you learned something out of this episode because this was an impactful one to watch someone go through the journey to come out of debt, $25,000 in debt to be debt-free in three years is absolutely phenomenal. So I hope you took something away that you can apply to your own life. Till next week, continue improving the one thing you can control yourself. Peace. Well, that wraps up today's Financial Mirror. Join us next week as we continue
1: to work on ourselves, change our mentality, and to commit to achieving the success we always envisioned. Regardless of your platform, Help us grow as a community. Please like, subscribe, and share with the people in your lives.